0: Bill Jones and Sharon Thedford are standing outside New Bethel Baptist Church in Detroit, having a friendly disagreement about what Aretha Franklin is wearing. Yeah, but my husband said they was going to put her in yellow and they was going to put her in. No, she got it on... was blue. What? Blue. Heels, oh. everything, silver looking wonderful. Wow. I mean, she looks so good. She looked like the queen of soul. That's but how she looks. The two are longtime Detroiters and longtime members of the church. Sharon Thedford says her grandmother used to bring her here every Sunday night. <laughs> this is our family church, okay? We, I got baptized here in the 70s. My grandmother was a 67-year member here before she passed. New Bethel was the church when Thedford was growing up. She says it would get so full, the church would broadcast its services in the street. was well, at a big screen. You couldn't get in with so many people, but I was out here then watching it on, on the big screen. Bill Jones didn't always go to New Bethel. He heard about the church and its pastor, Clarence Levon Franklin, on the radio. Jones says he joined the church after seeing Franklin preach. He was a dynamic pastor, singer, plus new song, and it was just like church, real church, all the time. Mm, well, Lord, it looks like a, a helpless thing. It looks like an unprofitable thing for me to go out and preached to dry bone. <laughs> Reverend C.L. Franklin was born in Mississippi and spent time preaching around the South in the 1930s before he came to Detroit. When he became pastor of New Bethel in 1946, he brought the African-American church tradition of hooping with him. It's a kind of rhythmic and melodic vocal technique used to engage the congregation during sermons like this one. <laughs> You know, God's ways, you know, are above man's ways. His charismatic voice and thoughtful teachings drew crowds of followers. The church became a hub for African-American music in Detroit and a focal point for the civil rights movement. Reverend Franklin organized the 1963 Walk to Freedom in Detroit. It's where Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. first delivered his I Have a Dream speech. The Walk, with 125,000 participants, was the largest civil rights demonstration in U.S. history at that point. I have a savior I can tell my eye. My troubles too mm. C.L. Franklin was a singer in his own right. He became famous as the preacher with a million-dollar voice. He toured the country with his own gospel caravan, where a young Aretha Franklin performed. He befriended gospel legends like Mahalia Jackson, James Cleveland, and Clara Ward. But it wasn't just his voice that set Reverend Franklin apart from his contemporaries. In a YouTube video, family friend and minister Jasper Williams says Franklin revolutionized how people heard his voice. Nobody was recording at that time in terms of preachers. Uh, Nobody ever gave it a thought, even he himself. This is one of those things that God allowed him to stumble into because the man named Battle heard him preach and had started his recording company and just followed him around. In fact, Joe Von Battle, the man who recorded Reverend Franklin's sermons and hymns, was the first to release a recording of Aretha Franklin. Her first recordings were performed within the walls of the New Bethel Baptist Church, later released as the live album Songs of Faith. It was 1956, and Aretha Franklin was just 14 years old. He, not too Ten years after her first single, Aretha Franklin signed with Atlantic Records, launching her into pop stardom with hits like Respect and Chain of Fools. While secular music earned Franklin recognition among a general audience, Franklin's gospel underpinnings earned her just as much acclaim and commercial success. Her seminal gospel album Amazing Grace went double platinum in 1972. Aretha Franklin was never too far from New Bethel. She returned to the church to record her 1987 Grammy Award-winning album One Lord, One Faith, One Baptism. The church's neon cross is pictured on the record cover. On holidays, New Bethel became a concert hall where Aretha would headline gospel festivals. On other occasions, New Bethel became a place of mourning when members of the Franklin family passed away. Um, and you move back just a little. When news broke that Aretha Franklin had died, Terry Tarant rushed from the suburbs to New Bethel. I had my boom box out here, my bowl system. I was playing music and I bought two pots of roses and then everybody saw me put the roses down, then everybody started bringing flowers, and they just started blossoming. Turan says he's been coming down to the church every day as Aretha's funeral approaches. He maintains the memorial in between waves of visiting fans. He straightens the signs knocked down by the wind, directs cars on the street, takes pictures of families from out of town. Trance says he does it all because he respects Aretha more than any other Detroit artist. Because all of Motown left, she stayed with us. Trant says Detroit needs to understand the musical legacy Aretha Franklin left. Just like Graceland have the king of rock, Elvis Presley, the queen of soul stays here. No one gets that. If Aretha Franklin does ever get her own Graceland, it would probably look and feel just like her church. For WDET News, I'm Eli Newman. Because I got bills to pay.